Thank you for listening to this program. Sometimes you go back to something, a book, I guess, if it's good enough, and read it again. And you start from the beginning. And in a way, John chapter 3 represents sort of a beginning to me about the idea of being born again. And what that really is and what that means to people, I found out in my own self and talking to others, it's not maybe what we think it, it is. And Nicodemus was confused about it, and that's why if anybody knows any passage of Scripture, John three sixteen, because God so loved the world that he did what? Well, that's uh, the more you think about that, what he really did was uh, uh, they both, the father and son, allowed and actually died, uh, and that nobody dies, but your separation. The father and son, the spirit of God, what two persons, one spirit, uh, and, and that was broken. He said, I was dead. It, that's a straight-out statement. I was dead, and now I am alive. To be the I was dead is how are we dead in sin? That's what I used to hear about that as a lost person. I thought, well, what do you mean dead? I'm, I'm alive, but you say I'm dead, and you have to believe in Christ to be made alive. And you, I could no more understand that than the man in the moon could because until, like he told Nicodemus, until it happens to you, you can't see the kingdom. And and so then what is the kingdom? And I, I was reading Peter. First, he wrote two letters. The first one, he says, being born again. So that phrase, what is that? And to me, I found out some people think that a lot of people think, the majority think that that's the Spirit of God coming and living in you, with you, and you believe in Christ, who He is, but the Spirit of God is in you, with you, helping you to be like Him and forgiving you when you're not. I'm not saying that that's, that is true, but that's not the the whole truth. The, the fact that the Spirit of God comes into you gives you a new heart spirit, a new heart, a new soul. The soul comes from the spirit. It's the experience of the life literally from second to minute to second to when of the spirit. Uh, the soul is that, is its life. But they still are one thing but two. And the best example always comes to my mind is a coin. You look at a coin from the side or from the width or whatever the view of it. The, and it's just a solid uh, piece of metal. You, but you look on either side, you have the heads and tails. So all of a sudden, then you have two as one. And that concept is not, it's really the basis of creation anyway, the creator and the creature. And he was not a creature. He was the creator. He said, I'm from above. I'm not like you. I'm not. And he didn't mean of this 
system of galaxy or something. He didn't, he, he, there's no question, he was the Spirit of God. He wasn't given the Spirit of God by measure, but he was that Spirit. And he told Nicodemus that. You can't enter into me. The kingdom is him. And so Peter, uh, being born again, what that is is, not of a corruptible seed, that's already the old nature, the old spirit, and it can do good, but it also can do evil. But like John said, the man, the, the new creature, the new nature, it can't do evil, and it can't. But And that's where a minority believe that, yeah, we have a new spirit, a new nature, and we by faith can live in it, like one preacher said, the, can't say any better, it doesn't mean you're sinless, but it means you can live without sin, at least until, like Paul said, until you fall. But I had fallen, went to sleep, and couldn't get a, that kind of thing and wake up to the fact that, no, you can do it. I convinced myself, no, I, I can't. But that, that's a different story. But Peter is saying, you are born again. And of a seed or a spirit that's uh, incorruptible. You were corruptible, the human spirit, but now you have an incorruptible spirit, the spirit of God that lives in you like a seed as you. It's like the second Adam, the last Adam, is the Lord from heaven as the man, as the creature, man or woman. And But Peter goes on and he said, because all flesh, the human nature of flesh is what that would mean. And, and the glory of man the, is like the flower of the grass. It dries up, blows away, but, uh, and falls away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. And that's the spirit of God. So therefore, lay aside all hypocrisy, envy, and evil speaking, and judging, and everything like that. Because that's of the flesh. It's... Uh, and even man doing well, I do more good than bad. Well, even that good is like the flower. I mean, it still is not God. It's not godly. I don't, it doesn't matter. That's what he was telling them, that they had a hard time with his men, his apostles, is that, well, we know you and believe in you and will follow you. Isn't that enough? No. He said, I have to live in you. That's what he's telling Nicodemus and them. And they, you look at it all, yeah, they... That is a truth that they should have known and was known that Messiah would, when Messiah comes, he will put his spirit into you and then you won't fail him anymore. And we do only because we have the two natures, but the one that's him in us doesn't fail. In fact, it will come through judgment. That's where he said, come unto me and by uh, righteousness and 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 spirit because that'll come through, but the flesh is the spirit of man. Even though it's a little god and it will live forever, it's certainly not God in the way of we are in being born again. Like Peter says, you have a new seed, a new spirit, and it's uh, like Adam and Eve. They were made and started off. It's like that. They didn't grow up as as a child like Cain and Abel, but as newborn babes, as creatures, new creatures, knowing the elementaries, but desire the sincere milk of the Word of God that you can grow. 
because if when you come to him, it he verse five of two he says, "You as living stones are built up into a spiritual house," and that's simply put the the body of Christ. That that's what it is. And that's why he told Nicodemus, you have to enter into that. I have to enter into you. And being born again, just for the emphasis of it, is not the Spirit with you. He told them, the Spirit has been with you. He was with Abraham. All those things that list in Hebrews, they did. Because the Spirit was with them. He's saying, yeah, you know the Spirit, but He will be in you. That's what Peter's saying. You're a new creature. That's what Paul... and. It was pretty easy. A lot of people said, uh, I think you're kind of went too far and you're beside yourself. A polite way of saying you're you've you've lost your mind, uh, sorta. And uh you mean well and, and all that. But that at one point you look at all Paul's writing, uh he got to the point where he said, I it doesn't matter. Uh, I've I've learned and realized I care so very little what someone would think of what I know he told me. But it had to be there for at a time. When he said, I've been shipwrecked, stoned, whipped, and jailed, all that. But the burden I really, really carry is the believers and how easily they are removed and persuaded to do like Galatia. Uh, uh, trusted themselves and not in Christ. And that was his doctrine and preaching was it's we're complete in him. We are. And... Peter talking about that very thing says here in the second letter he wrote, wherefore, all these things, and it's all about love, your faith, and bring out a faith which works by love, all the virtue, knowledge, temperance, godly, uh, uh, brotherly, kindness, and then love, all these things, if they're in its love, abide uh, in you, and that's, what you are that spirit that you have put in you it it really is truly like peter said a a and the lord said a different spirit it's you but and that's uh he the whole thing is a spirit and soul of any man or or uh, ever has lived or is a mystery and ask anybody what's the spirit what is it what is it huh what i don't know well paul said you least talk about it because if you we do know more that's kind of not being truthful but how much do we know about the spirit of man the spirit of god in us as a new us and the new creature that's where peter said at the end of his letters you need to read le- paul's letters on that he has that he's able to communicate that really very well god used him for that and i look at what peter said and i think wow that he you and he did say the same thing but um i don't know whatever they they were real people but he's saying lay aside peter says in the first letter lay aside all those things and then the second letter then make give diligence to make your a calling which is love faith there's no question divine nature he just talks about it here in the first chapter of this second letter if you lack these things you're short-sighted blind and you're asleep in your own and you've forgotten you were saved and what happened but instead of that brothers give diligence 
I mean, that has to do with real quick, like, just do it and make your calling and election sure by faith. It can be done. He says that. They say that. And even though I thought for 30 plus years that that's not doesn't apply to me. Oh, I knew deep down James was saying, oh, who do you think you are? Say, he said, if you don't doubt, it'll happen. And so I, <laughs> I would have had to say, well, I'm doubting. That's the problem here. But so then, yeah, I don't know. You look back, you see more of what it was. But anyway, an entrance will be ministered or given to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of Christ. That's after this thousand-year kingdom on the earth. That's the eternal new heaven and earth, the new kingdom where it's all spiritual. What he's talking about, we're living stones built up into a spiritual house where John in Revelation said there, there was no temple. He was the temple, and we're living. We are his body, and the the, the idea of where we are in the body is important. That's what Peter is saying. Uh, brothers, you, you know, brethren, the, the, it's all about his godliness, his spirit, that his nature, his divine nature, he's put into us. Now we can partake of that. In other words, live in that. You can't separate it. Well, I'm halfway in the new and the old. And, you know, no, that, that's a given. That can so easily prove it's one way or the other. It's either his love and forgiveness or not. And if you believe in the true idea of being born again, that he lives in you, not with you, but in you, as you, then that is, by faith, the way to be who you are. And it can be done. And he showed me that simply by saying to me in my heart, convicting me is, like Peter said, until you put aside all your hypocrisy and envy and evil speakings and and malice and contention and strife and anger, all that and desire to go back to where you're simply who you are in him. And then as lively stones, you're built up because we're complete in him. So therefore, give diligence to making sure of your standing on the faith of I live in him and him in me, and therefore at least some minutes out of the day, I'm able to be who I really am in him. And I wanted so much to talk about what is the spirit of man, like Solomon. Who knows the spirit of man or the beast? And I wished I could make man know that the beast have a spirit like he does. And they are living beasts, except we're made in the image of God. The spirit of man goes up. And the spirit of man, go, uh, the beast, goes down. But he has a spirit. There's no question about it. But what is down or up? Well, it's like when they say you get out in space, the ones that go to the moon look back. They, and they say a lot of things. But one of them is there must be a God, for one thing. But then I wonder what I'm talking about, night and day. And he said you can see. Um, and the space station will give you some of that idea but there is no night or day it depends where you are on the earth turning the sun's shining it's always day but uh you know and you see it a whole different way just by putting you in a different place and so spiritually think about that magnified that a thousand times he that lacks the love and 
fellowship of Christ can't see very far off. You've forgotten what's happened to you. And don't do that, brothers. Make sure of your election and place in him. And that is, like the Lord said, just love me with all your heart. That's If you do that, <laughs> there is no way you're coming behind in anything of any kind because that is the great commandment. Love me with all your heart, mind, and soul. And when he is you, or I don't know if that's good grammar, but when the he loves the father he loves he loves you you love him there's nothing wrong with that in fact anything other than that is not right but through what he did for us made the way for him to do that and live in our hearts and that's what peter is saying i write unto you um don't don't live in the flesh the lust of the eyes pride of life and all that that'll eventually be judged out, burned out, and done away with. We won't be that, ultimately, with him. And so what are we? Who, As a believer, it's who he is in us. What When that's all separated out, then because of he was separated out, spirit, soul, and body. He So we, to the old man, we can't just die to the, we got to die to the whole thing, the whole person. And like Paul said, it'll come back sort of like a vampire. You can't really, but you can put it down. You can do that. I got it. Well, you know, I just as long as I don't get out of control, but I can't really put it down. No, you can. And like someone, well, a lot of people have said a lot of things, but I've said uh, enough about it and, the spirit, soul, and body is something to think about, and I thought it would be something to talk about, but but really, like Peter said, the thing to talk about is keeping the great commandment and being who he is in us that can really, if that's truly happening, you can't do anything but love him with all your heart, soul, and mind, and if you do for that minute, you will not look at other people and judge them with uh, hypocrisy or compromise or partiality. And that's what he talks about. Don't love hip hypocritically like that. Love some, like the rich man coming in the port. All that. that. Everybody knows what that is. That has nothing to do with whether you're uh, makes you a believer or not. It's whether or not, as a believer, you're living rightly with him and not just following rules, but who you are, and it's like I was just looking here, you know the truth, and you have no need of no one to teach you that because the Spirit lives in you, and you know, and wow, that's so true. But so it's time to uh, thank you for listening to the program. <laughs>